0: This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun. Free. Fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Thursday, November 10. In Squiz Kids Today, Dark Web and Cyber Hacks. Searching for Cleopatra, shark on a boat in New Zealand, and snake in a dunny in Tassie. That's what's making news kids style. The Lowdown You've probably heard a lot in the news this week about something called Medibank. And you may have heard words like ransomware and cyber hackers thrown around. It's all to do with an increasing incidence of hackers who are people that use computers to gain access to data and digital records that they shouldn't have their hands on. There was the case back in September of the big mobile phone and internet company Optus being hacked, and the personal information of thousands of its customers being stolen. The same thing happened with Medibank, a big private insurance company which holds lots of personal information about lots of Australians as part of its job to help pay for their medical procedures. We learned last week that the personal data, including the names, addresses, birth dates, and Medicare numbers of some 9 million Australians who are customers of Medibank, had been stolen by hackers, a group of computer criminals believed to be based in Russia. Yesterday, after Medibank had refused to pay the ransom being demanded by the hackers, ransom is money that people demand in return for something they've stolen the hackers started publishing the medical records of Medibank customers on the dark web. The dark web is like the underground internet. Think of it like the Upside Down in Stranger Things. And there were reports yesterday of some Medibank customers receiving phone calls from the hackers trying to get money out of them. It's a timely reminder to not answer calls from numbers you don't recognise or click on links in texts or emails that look even remotely suspicious. It's a crazy old world we live in. Spin the globe. Each day, we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Egypt, the land of pyramids and mummies. The bandaged kind of mummy, not the ones who tuck you in at night. Why are we in Egypt? Because archaeologists have discovered a secret tunnel which they think could lead to the tomb of Cleopatra. So, wait, who's Cleopatra? She was queen of Egypt back in 51 BC. That's 51 years before the birth of Jesus Christ, which was itself 2022 years ago. So we're talking a really long time ago. The whereabouts of Cleopatra's burial tomb has been a mystery for thousands of years. And now a team of archaeologists thinks they may have found it deep underground beneath an ancient temple. The tunnel is 13 meters underground. It's two meters high and over one kilometer in length. Can you even imagine? The archeologists will continue their exploration. But in the meantime, to exercise your history bones, I've stuck a link in today's episode notes to an excellent Horrible history's Cleopatra music video, plus a link to a scene from a 1960s Hollywood film depicting the Egyptian queen. Just to give you a sense of what a big deal she was. Animal Kingdom Now, I like a fishing trip as much as the next person. You cast your rod, settle back in the sun as a few fish nibble at your bait. But the fishing trip a bunch of Kiwi fishermen had recently sounds like my idea of a nightmare. Video footage captured by one of the fishermen aboard the boat shows a two and a half meter shark leaping up out of the water and landing on the front of their boat. Two and a half meters of wildly thrashing teeth, fins and tail. I'm pretty sure I would have fainted on the spot. The shark was a mako shark, common in waters off New Zealand and well known for their ability to launch themselves out of the water. Apparently, their nickname is Blue Dynamite because they move so fast. The Big Chomper, which was estimated to weigh 150 kilograms, flapped about on the boat's bow for a whole two minutes before sliding back off into the water and swimming away. The only thing more shocking than the shark on the boat was the reaction later of one of the fishermen, who told local reporters he took a few minutes but then just got back to his fishing. Because they breed them tough in New Zealand. Mind you, I noticed in the video there's a roll of toilet paper on the bridge of the boat. I suspect that might have come in handy too. And yes, of course, I've stuck a video of the acrobatic shark in today's episode notes. You're welcome. (music) Oh, there's the classroom companion clarion. Today, our super excellent SquizKids school teacher, Christy, has created three differentiated classroom worksheets tied to this news item, getting kids to summarise the content of this story and diving into the world of prefixes. If you're a teacher or home educator looking for quality, teacher made, curriculum aligned classroom resources tied to news and current affairs, treat yourself to the free trial. Which is happily long enough to see you through to the end of the school year. Because here at Squiz Kids, we just love to give. Links are in today's episode notes or jump into your free trial via squizkids.com.au. Biggest, furthest, longest. Now, normally in this segment we talk about records being set or the tallest building in a certain country or the biggest pumpkin that's been grown. But for today's superlative, I want to talk about the scariest. Because that was my reaction upon reading the story of a man in Tasmania who discovered a tiger snake in his toilet. Not in his toilet, as in inside the bowl and sloshing around in the water, but in the room of his house in which his toilet is located. The man had been mowing his lawn and had left the door to his house open, which is when snake catchers reckon the venomous snake slithered into his toilet. Later, when nature called and he wandered in, there was the tiger snake, coiled up on the floor and staring right back at him. I'd definitely need the toilet if I came across that in my dunny. I've stuck a link in today's episode notes to the photo the man took, but be warned, if you have a mortal fear of snakes in the dunny, look away. Time for the squiz! This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What jumped onto the bow of a fishing boat in New Zealand? Yeah, that's right. It was a shark. Extra points if you said Marco shark. Question number two. What was a Tasmanian man shocked to discover in his toilet? Yeah, that's right, it was a snake And extra points if you said tiger snake Question number three Archaeologists in Egypt believe they may have located a tunnel Leading to the tomb of which famous historical queen? Yeah, that's right, it's Cleopatra Yeah! Shoutouts It's November 10. Today, my friends, is Sesame Street Day, celebrating the children's TV show that has been entertaining and educating kids for 53 years today. Amazing. Happy birthday, Big Bird, Oscar, Ernie, Bert, and Elmo. It's also a special day for these squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Ruby from Wagga Wagga, Navaya from Woongarra, Jace from Atwell, Elsie from Hawthorne East, Victoria from Moorbank, Samuel from Adelaide, Ruby from Abbotsford, Max from Lane Cove West, Dylan from Eltham, Henry from Mossvale, Ryder from Cobar, Blaine from Leeton, Leo from Hughes, Raiden from Lindfield, Noah from New South Wales and Caden, Lennox and Lachlan who are all from Broken Hill. And belated birthday shoutouts go to Archie and Riley from Abbotsford and Campbell from Ocean Reef. And classroom shout-outs today go to Class 5JS with Miss Squires at Our Lady Help of Christian's Primary School in Warrnambool, Class 6F and Miss Morgan at Wollandilly Public School, Class 3F and Mr Fife at the Southport School on the Gold Coast, and Class 5N and St Joseph's School in Chinchilla. A special shout out, too, to Miss Clulow of Class 6C at Rutherford Public School. Yesterday was her 20th anniversary of teaching. Congratulations, Miss Clulow. That is long time teaching and a lot of kids. Lastly, a special shout out to Lily at St Agatha's Primary School in Clayfield, who completed a geography assessment in the form of an entire Squiz Kids episode. With the theme music, spin the globe, and even a Squiz at the end, We would love to hear it, Lily. Send us an audio file, if you can, at thesquiz.com.au. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out.